0: Thank you for downloading the Flixsters podcast. On this week's episode... The title is called cool, The Tomorrow War because we're fighting a war for tomorrow, for today, all that kind of stuff. Chris Pratt gets in my nerves a little bit. Not just the way he runs, I know he runs a bit mad. We talked about it in in Jurassic Park, Fallen Kingdom, he was running down there. He runs funny. I don't know, I don't know what it is, but he runs funny.
1: I totally wasn't expecting anything from this because you know sometimes, you know, when you get kind of, you know, these comedic actors and then they wanna do something a bit dramatic and sometimes they fall a bit flat. I gotta say I was pleasantly surprised. Kevin Hart can do drama.
0: He, he's the sort of good guy we need these days. They've got multi-layers, good guys that are flawed. I think Loki has now come back to where we left him at in Ragnarok. He's, he's a good guy now, but he's still a bit naughty, but he's still ready to do good.
1: Okay, so listen, um, if you've just joined us, this is Deval and I doing episode uh, 147. That's still kind of like, you know, I still chuckle whenever I hear those numbers, Deval. We've been doing this for a really long time now. So we're kind of yeah. like experts. So listen, uh, you're in great hands. You've got Deval, who um, wearing tank top, showing his, his muscles, <laughs> um, basking in the, um, the London sun. Brian. And I'm freezing my ass off over here. Uh, believe it or not. But listen, we're going to be bringing you um, our 147th episode. We've got film reviews. We've got a review of The Tomorrow War, which is this sci-fi movie, which has just landed on Amazon Prime. So we're going to get to that one. If we have got time, we'll try and fit in another one, which is a Kevin Hart movie. But before we do any of all that stuff, Deval, how can our brilliant listeners win uh, a voucher code?
0: Yeah, so do you know what we're going to give away two prizes? That's right, you heard right, two prizes. And how it's you can win those is just to do, just to do one thing. Actually, it's so easy. All you got to do is write us a review on uh, the Apple reviews, Apple podcast reviews, um, and all you got to do is write a review. Uh, let us know, uh, and then we'll send you a Rakuten movie code and also a cinema voucher for View cinemas or Odeon cinemas, uh, but that's only in the UK for now. So yeah, so all you got to do, review and you get those two prizes. So there you go.
1: Man, seriously, if they don't, if, if people aren't like, you know, writing reviews and getting this, I don't know what, what you know, what else can we do, Devel?
0: Exactly. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. Okay. So let's do the next thing that I love doing on the show, which is, um, which is shout out. So who we yeah. shouting out this week?
0: We've got a couple of quick shout outs. Uh, first one goes out to Miss MissAlice.O on Instagram. And she actually responded mm-hmm. to our post for Fast and Furious 9. Uh, I think we mentioned in our review uh, that, you know, you've got to leave your logic at the door. Like this film is about having fun. Crazy shit happens in the film. Like they're going to space and all sorts. So she just concurred with, with our review and said, yep, she enjoyed it because she listened to us and left logic at the door. So that's what you gotta do sometimes got when to... you listen to the show. Listen to this show, leave logic at the door, just jump in, have fun. That's it.
1: Exactly. <laughs> nah. No. that is so so absolutely true. So yeah, Miss Alice, um if you um yeah, and anyone else who's kind of hasn't seen uh, you know, the whole kind of fast and furious, I'm actually gonna do this, Deval. Listen, hmm. um, you know, I'm actually gonna go back and start rewatching some of the other ones. From the uh, first just to one, kind yeah? of so, yeah, I want to go back and watch, revisit the first one, just see how it all began. And number, for me, number five, I pff, yeah. I really like number five. Well, that's probably one of my best ones. And uh, yeah, and then we'll see what happens. But yeah, so so that was uh, one shout. out So who 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 else are we shouting out?
0: Yeah, another couple. Cloud Watcher Uno again. Uh, usually listens to the show every week. Go out and check out his page on Instagram. Uh, that's Cloud Watcher Uno for some really eclectic music. And also, our last shout out goes out to and that's on instagram and yeah he's just uh he's actually one of our newest followers and he likes what we're doing so there you go
1: thank you thanks for being a follower and obviously thanks for getting in touch with us and obviously again as always uh instagram facebook uh twitter um and our YouTube, YouTube channel. Get in touch with us. Check out our um our trailers and the stuff that we put out there. And obviously we're putting out podcasts as well. All right, on to movie news now. Devaldo, uh, we spoke about Transformers <laughs> just kind of last week's episode, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, so there's going to be a new Transformers movie. You mentioned that last week, but tell us about casting. Who's, who are we going to see in this?
0: Yeah, so last week we mentioned that this is going to be happening in 2022. Transformers. Rise of the Beast, and uh, we, we, we spoke about uh, what's his name? The uh, the Transformers, the main guy that does the Transformers voice, yeah. You know, the because in Transformers cartoons, uh, and in the, the movies as well, it's been the main the Peter Cullen, is that the guy, the main guy that does all the Transformers so, yeah. Optimus Prime voices, but now they're going to be adding a new voice, Ron Perlman. So, yeah, Ron uh, Perlman, who's seen in Everything from Hellboy, he was in Beauty yep. and Beast from years ago. So when they say Transformers: Rise of the Beast, they mean <laughs> Rise of the Beast. <laughs> he was the original Beast. He was the original Beast, Vincent from like the 80s with uh,
1: yeah, with uh um, from
0: Terminator 2.
1: Yeah, with Sarah Connor.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, Linda Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so he's gonna be. His voice is very distinctive. Like he he's been in he's recently in uh, the startup, which is on Amazon and and uh, Netflix. Really good show. But yeah, his voice is really distinctive. So I can imagine he's going to be a really good addition to Transformers Rise of the Beast. So I'm looking forward to that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hopefully that's going to be a really great one. All right, now let's speak about movies that are in production. So a couple of movies that we want to speak about. And we reviewed Knives Out on the show a year ago. And it's this great kind of, you know, murder mystery whodunit movie starring Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, Lakee Stanfield. Um, loads, there's, there's loads of people in it. Great little movie. And obviously Captain America, Chris Evans, he's in it. And um, so there was this whole kind of piece of news that we spoke about uh, maybe about a month ago that Netflix, now it was, an, it was originally it came, appeared on Amazon, didn't it, or something, Dev,al did, did, did Amazon have it? And then now it's it, going to go over to Netflix?
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Netflix have got this one. It was originally... Amazon, yeah.
1: And so, what's happening with this? Are we, when are we, when do you reckon we're going to get to see, th- actually see this again? Yeah,
0: this is going to be out next year. So, 2022 is expected. Uh, that's what they say. But yeah, it's began uh, filming. Uh, they've oh. got a great cast list, you know. You, you sort of spat out a few of the cast members from the first one. In the second one, yeah, Daniel Crave will, will return as Benoit Blanc.
1: Yeah. We've
0: got Dave Batista in this one. We've got Catherine Hahn. Is it? who We saw it in One Division. She's going to be a really good addition to this because she's really. Kind of fits that kind of you know that uh, what what do they call it? They call it the murder mystery type, you know, sort yeah. of, of not not old school, but a bit you know, uh, sort of a noir kind of you know vibe. Uh, Jessica Henwick, uh, who we saw in uh, Game of Thrones, we saw her in Iron Fist, and uh, is it Monsters? Something to do with Monsters uh, on on Something, on, yeah. on Netflix. Ethan
1: Hawke,
0: yeah, Ethan Hawke is in this one as well, and wow. Edward Norton. Kate Hudson, uh, Janelle, Janelle Monáe, Janelle okay. Monáe. Wow, and, yeah, it's and your great. friend, Leslie Odoom Jr., who we saw in One Night in Miami. One Night in Miami. Uh, one, night in
1: Miami. So, one Night in Miami, yeah, great really, really cast. great casters. Exactly, and remember, this is uh, parts two and three, I think, they, they're going to be working on, and Netflix yeah. bought the whole thing for like about three, what, were, three or four hundred, was it? Uh,
0: yeah, about, I think about two three like hundred million. or something like
1: that. Gordon Bennett. (laughs) Crazy, crazy, crazy. Uh, That's not the only movie that's in production, folks. Now, check this out. So Black Panther 2, the official title for Black Panther is Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And Kevin Feige was being interviewed uh, on Variety, uh, this website, and in the magazine or whatever it is. And what he said was, um, he's actually confirmed that it started production. So... Um, You know, he came out and he said he's very, very emotional about the fact that the films, you know, you know, it started and his words were this. It's clearly very emotional without Chad, Chadwick. He's referring to Chadwick Boseman. He said Chad. But everyone is also very excited to bring the world of Wakanda back to the public and back to the fans. We're going to do it in a way that would make Chad proud. Okay, so. I mean, yeah, so obviously there's going to be, you know, Chadwick Boseman, like, you know, his performance probably going to be the heart behind this whole thing. And yeah. when people eventually watch this movie, they are going to be thinking about that. But, you know, like he, Kevin's saying, is, you know, they're going to, you know, do it justice, right, Deval? I mean, they, they got you, man.
0: They will do it justice. But do you know what? It's, it's quite interesting because in recent weeks, months, there's been a growing appetite for the Black Panther character to be recast, you know? Mm-hmm. initially, when Chadwick Boseman Bozeman passed away, there was that you know a lot of response people saying shouldn't be recast and stuff like that. uh but now a lot of people are saying that you know it's it's like the character should live on in another yeah. form, someone else should get the, someone else should get the opportunity to play uh the Black Panther, actually chatala Chita- uh, character, uh, because a lot of people are saying that, that perhaps uh, the Black Panther is a mantle, obviously you know, in the movie, it says Black Panther is a mantle and can be passed on and stuff like that, which meant that you know Black Panther could be could be played by another character altogether. But some people are saying no, Charla should still be there. So I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with this. This one is really guarded, as in as in what the you know story is going to be. Uh, some people are saying uh, uh, the the enemy could be Namor, the Submariner. Mm. Uh, he could pop up. Uh, so. We, we just don't know at this moment, but do you know what? As soon as we do, guys will know first, too.
1: Exactly. And just on that, look, you know, this isn't the kind of the first time where they could do something like that. Look at what happened with Captain America, Deval. They, someone else took up the mantle and it's passed, yeah. uh, you know, passed on to, you um, know, it's passed on to Sam. Yeah. So, you you know, if if they want to kind of keep up with the whole thing uh, of, yeah, they should be a Black Panther, then yeah, maybe it sounds like as if it could be Shuri or, you know, that is kind of like something possible. But yeah, like Deval said, we will definitely keep you posted. Now let's check out what's going on in DC for a moment. Now the Batman is coming. And every few weeks there's kind of like... Yeah, there's every kind of like, you know, every few weeks, there's kind of like a bit of a teaser, you know, bits of, you know, there's a photograph, there's kind of, um, you know, plot details and the trailer, I wasn't like, I wasn't expecting it to be, you know, what it was. And I was kind of pleasantly surprised. And I really, really liked it in the end. But the news, news that I want to speak about is there's a huge rumor, kind of like a bit of an exclusive. And if you kind of go online, you can read about this. They're saying that the Joker... Will it appear near the end of the Batman, setting up future oh, sequels? Cool. So we don't know, like you know, about casting who they could bring in to be, the, you know, the Joker, and you know, obviously it's all guarded secret. It's filming's going on right now or post production, whatever it is. But I mean, yeah, they're they're talking about bringing back the Joker, and let's not forget we've already had the Joker. We've had Heath Ledger's Joker. We've had River, um, sorry, uh, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker. So um, what do you Leto reckon? Do you reckon me,
0: th- I mean. Sorry? And Jared Leto as well, remember? Jared Leto. Yeah, now, where does me. this
1: all fit in? Which universe is this in? Black clowns to the left of me. Joker's to the right. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. is. It,
0: tell me people. about it.
1: What? I it's like, know, you know, pick... Pick, you know, out of those two, do you reckon Joaquin, do you reckon he would no, want to do something think, like this, no, though? No, no, no.
0: I think no. I think he will. I think that one should be left in its own little box where they can mm. have creative freedom, do what they like, not have to link it in. I reckon it should be a totally different Joker out of, out of yeah. fifth, sixth, however you want to count it. Uh, yeah. But some people are saying that a really good Joker would be, uh, his name, his name escapes, me, escapes me, but he played the hobgoblin in Spider-Man, spider Man's 2. What's his name? He's got a really... Oh, James sort of, Franco. No, not James Franco. The dad. The dad. Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. Oh, What's his name? We know. Yeah, we, we know. know. William. William Dafoe. William Dafoe. That's it, yeah. A lot of people have said William Dafoe would be yeah, crazy. He's crazy. Older, kind of crazy uh, joker. So, I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? But it's kind of setting up the same way uh, Nolan's uh, Batman was. Because in the first one, we yeah. had Batman oh, Begins. I was going to say that little joker's card at the end of that one that's brilliant dark night. exactly that was really subtle so I don't know. let's see
1: let's see what happens all right we're going to finish off with our movie news just for with this one actually so uh noah hawley he's this kind of like a creator director he was the guy behind be He-Man
0: uh, at, at, at a stage he was meant to be he-man in some new movie do you remember this is the, the guy the,
1: no this is the guy behind like um oh, yeah this is the guy behind Legion.
0: That's the one. Okay, yeah. I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, yeah. I know you talk about.
1: Yeah, and uh, Fargo. He's kind of like being yeah. the showrunner for Fargo, and he was kind of obviously the creator behind Legion, which is this FX show about. Really good show. Uh, really good show. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. But check this out. He is the creator and the showrunner for Alien, the Alien TV show. Oh, and, no. Um,
0: oh no, 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 no. Yes yes no. this is
1: coming along yes, fuck. he was <laughs> exactly <laughs> he was being he was being interviewed just recently and he said the story is coming along however you know what they're doing with this one they are taking it away from space and they're basing it on earth
0: yeah well, why can't they go to space though have it, have it like some other destination planet like 32 6b or something mm. that, you know why is it always earth i guess it makes it more easier to film isn't it but Possibly, you know yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. He, him being behind it. He's great. I'm happy. And if, you know what? The only thing that could top it off, the only thing that could top it off is if Neil Blomkamp was somehow executive producer on this one as well. That'd be great. You know, District 9 guy? Because he's got yes. a dirty, gritty kind of vibe, you know? yeah that'd be good and
1: remember he was going to be doing the alien five or whatever it was and it was going to happen and then it wasn't going to happen so hopefully they can maybe add some of the stuff that he had but listen so alien tv show is definitely going to happen it's going to be hitting our screens oh you know probably in you know a year's time or a couple of years time but just you know what slowly slowly news is going to come out and we're going to be here to tell you all about it all right now let's move on to box it watch list let's speak about this We've been speaking about this for the past four weeks, Loki episode four, and right. uh, Deval, yeah, Deval. this
0: one, this one showed a lot. There's a lot going on here, man. There's a lot going on here. This this episode is like it's
1: business time, isn't it? Mm. Exactly. So in this episode, we got to finally see like there's an encounter with uh, the time. No, sorry, they're not time lords, What are they? Timekeepers. The timekeepers and. It, this is a big spoiler. So listen, this is a huge spoiler. (laughs) If you have not seen it, stop right now and watch it. And then come back is the timekeepers are flipping robots. So Mm. someone else, we don't know who this person or thing is. Someone else is controlling the time law, um, the timekeepers and Loki and uh, Sylvie, they bust in, they have a big fight. And, um, you know, they get help from Mobius. Uh, what's going to happen to Mobius, man? Yeah,
0: he got zapped, but then it, it was proven that some that, okay, Loki got zapped, but he didn't totally die. He went to some other place where he saw alternative Lokis. like A yeah. kid Loki, uh, a black Loki who's got like a hammer. and hammer, then, and and an an hammer old Loki, uh, Richard E. Grant, which is part of the yeah. uh, post-credits. So that, that was crazy, but it just seemed like, yeah, this was the, the tide turned, because this is when Mobius and uh, the sister, the, the, the sort of lead guard, I can't, remember, I can't remember her name, she's a British actor. Oh, she's great. Yeah, so she and Mobius uh, started to believe uh, Loki and uh, the name, Sophia, not Sophia, well, Sophia De Laurentiis. Or,
1: yeah, yeah uh, Sylvie. Her,
0: her name. Sylvie, sorry, yeah. So they, they believed Sylvie and Loki. So it seems like they've got allies now, isn't it? So it's going to be in- interesting to see how this new allegiance is going to then go forward and hopefully uncover what the the real shit is going on out there because you know, there's someone there pulling the strings and whether it's Kang, whether it's someone linked to, I don't think they're going to show us Kang yet. That's too soon, but whether it's yeah. someone linked to Kang or, or even someone else totally, maybe it's
1: another Loki. <laughs> Who knows? True. True <laughs> that. True that. And what about like, what about Gugu though? So, so she, um, he's looking like a bad one, you know, she, she... So she's connected. She knows somehow that, does she know that they were robots or what? Or was it all new to oh, her as well?
0: Actually, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, but it seemed like, I don't know. It's, she, she knows obviously a lot more. She's, she's, she's working kind of with the people, whoever they are, but it kind of seems like she's also a bit reluctant as if, as if they've got something on her. I don't know. I get that vibe uh. that she's not a hundred percent baddie, but she's, you know, kind of, 75% there, but, uh, can't wait till, till Wednesday, till the next episode. Wednesday.
1: I can't oh wait. Oh my gosh, man. Seriously. Guys, listen, if you're not watching Loki, there's, this kind of, I don't know, it's fun. It's, it's like, um, it's different. And we, we kind of say that about all of the Disney plus shows and Marvel yeah. shows and Falcon is different. And WandaVision is obviously completely different, but. There's something, they're doing something great with these characters, yeah. develop where they're kind of extending them, they're kind of expanding yeah. them. And l- you touched upon this on last week's episode With Kay is, is the layers, the layers yeah, behind Loki yeah. now. Crazy.
0: And they're bringing back characters. We saw uh, Lady Sith of the Warriors 3.
1: <laughs> she kept hitting
0: him in the nuts, <laughs> man. That's just like, hell. You know? Imagine getting hit in the balls, like, constantly oh, for, man. like, forever.
1: And, and him, he opens up.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: He opens and he, he's genuinely, yes. he's like, look, I'm sorry for doing the shit that I did. And I'm just like sad and lonely yeah. and, and whatnot. He's
0: the and... sort of good guy we need these days. he got multi-layers. Good guys that are flawed. I think Loki has now come back to where we left him at in Ragnarok. He's, he's a good guy now. But yeah. He's still a bit naughty, but he's still ready to do good. And there's one he's, still thing I like about he's still got a bit of chaos. Exactly. There's one thing I like about Loki that he always keeps consistent. And this has been what? since 2012. There's something he does, yeah, since 2012 when the Hulk, like, mashed him up.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. he
0: does when he gets up. You know, that's a really consistent thing. Does you know? he
1: strike or something? No, and then when he gets up, he goes, he's here, <laughs> <laughs> he does it. Straightens yeah, himself out. Yeah, since 2012,
0: yeah, since when the Hulk mashed him up, he'll go up. I'm not, like, what did he say? Uh, All of you are beneath me. I'm a dull, you dull creature or whatever. And he, he like, he, he always, like, flicks his hair up you'll notice it like even now anytime he gets hit on the floor anytime he falls over he goes he just just flicks his hair up yeah man he's been doing that ever since but it's just funny
1: but yeah but you know what I'm really what I hope though is because you know in Avengers Endgame sorry Avengers Infinity War he dies we see that he obviously Thanos he just you know kills him i i want obviously and obviously he loki in in the loki tv show knows that he doesn't have an uh kind of like a life after that yeah i want this we want him to ca- stay on don't we so yeah. there is a way for him to to carry on being in the mcu
0: yeah i think this is the way they, they've just unlocked that way i think i think i don't think he's dying because this is going to be a season two i heard loki's going to get a oh, season two wicked. that's what i heard so and he's going to show up in maybe uh, Love and Thunder, So. Yeah, Loki's too loved, man. Everyone loves Loki.
1: I know, man. He's great. He's great. So so watch that one, and um, we're going to be revealing, obviously, more, because there's going to be episode five next week, and then, obviously, we'll speak about the whole thing overall, uh, after episode six. All right, new one streaming and trailers. We've got some great ones for you. Deval, this one is called Blood Red Sky. And you know what? It just totally took me by surprise. And I was like, what's going on over here? It's like a German film, like, you know. And then I see the guy from... Um, I see Lincoln Burroughs. No, not Lincoln Burroughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Lincoln Burroughs from, that's him. Yeah. From, uh, prison break, from
1: prison big break, guy,
0: Lincoln Burrows. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. big guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: And from like, from legends of tomorrow and everything. And he turns yeah. up in this and I'm like, okay, what's going on over here? There's going to be kind of like a terrorist thing going on board. So, you know, it's a mum. She's, but
0: is it German or not? Cause I wasn't sure. Cause it started off German. And then you see these American characters and then it changes to English. It gave yeah. it a very international feel. It was, it was, Big kind of time. Surprising. Yeah.
1: But yeah, but tell us about
0: this. Yeah, it's just, uh, just I'll go through it real quickly, but Blood Red Sky is a great title for what it describes. Because you're in the sky, it's going to be blood. Blood <laughs> is red. <laughs> so what it is, there's a, there's a, there's a mum and a daughter uh, that are travelling. I can't remember why they're travelling, but they're travelling and going on a plane. She seems really nervous, on edge. You know, there's something not really right. You're not really sure what it is. Uh, they get on a plane and... The kid says to someone "Oh the mum has to go and take her, her medicine, but the mum's a bit fragile or something's not really you know she's going through some stuff so she's got to take her medicine for when she gets on the plane and then during this time, I think this, the, the, the plane's hijacked uh, by Lincoln Burroughs from her uh, prison break, and then at this time, uh, I can't remember what happened I think the, yeah I won't, I won't spoil it, but something happens and then we the, the mum and daughter are separated, but then we, we slowly see that the mum isn't what she appears to be. She's not, wait yeah. mum ain't normal, yeah? <laughs> the mum is me. a vampire. yeah, <laughs> Wicked. A next yeah. level mad vampire. She still looks humanoid and stuff, but she's obviously got these fangs and looks a bit kind of animal-ish. But yeah, then basically what it is, is like now the hijackers of the plane have now got a real serious threat because this vampire mum is looking to protect her daughter and do yeah. whatever it takes. She's willing to eat these, uh, hijackers, it just turns messy. So the hijackers have got more than you know, U.S. marshals or whatever marshals on the plane to deal with. Yeah. They got a vampire, so it's interesting. Good
1: one. It is interesting. When I saw it, I was like, okay, I want to check mm. this one out. So hopefully, we can definitely get to watch this one. Uh, the next one is a sequel. Don't Breathe, and I think you can catch the original Don't Breathe on Netflix. And um, yeah, this is kind of directed by this guy called Freddy Alvarez. And what did he do again? He he directed another big movie.
0: Uh, it don't breathe. One, <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah,
1: <laughs> there's that. And he, I kind of, I'm, I'm, pretty sure he did another one. Uh,
0: yeah, what like a horror film? You mean
1: like another? He's, he's like, a, he did like another big horror movie or something. Oh,
0: okay, okay, it'll come, it'll come, to, come us.
1: to us. Yeah, it'll come to us. So, um, so Betty's back, and um, the guy who you you use, you, who you've always maintained that this guy would be a brilliant um cable. Yeah, he would
0: be a. Good cable. Um,
1: Yeah. What's his name? What's the actor's name again? Ethan Lang. He was in Avatar. He was in Avatar. He played the villain in Avatar. He's back again. He's a guy who's got this kind of like, um, well, he's like, he's blind, but he's able to do John Wick stuff. Like, you know, he's just basically, his senses are so heightened to the point where, like, you know, he he knows you're in the room and not only that, he knows you're in the room, but he he can kill you. He can like, you know, obviously slice you up and dice you up and do all this sort of stuff. So it's kind of like a follow-up. To don't breathe, which was made in like 2016 or 2017 or whatever it was. The director
0: and, was linked um, with uh, Evil Dead. Uh, that's it, the Evil 2013 Dead. 2013 one. So, uh, Freddy or Fede Alvarez. He's he's now writing this one. Actually, the, the, the director of this one is going to be uh, Robo Dayugres. So, yeah, they're, okay. they're, they're like a partnership. They write and direct together. So, but yeah, so yeah. yeah. But it looks good though,
1: doesn't it? The trailer yeah. looks good. It's kind of like the continuation of that story, right?
0: Continuation. It looks like uh, Stephen Lang's character, who's meant to be deaf, but sorry, not deaf, meant to be blind, but can see more than most. He's got like a daughter figure with him. I don't know if it's if it's his actual daughter, or maybe it's someone that came along, you know, his cabin, and he's now protecting. Because it seems in the trailer, she doesn't know his background. One of the people that tried to, you know, I don't know, trouble Stephen Lang's character, kind of reveals that Stephen Lang's a bit of a shady guy. So. Kind of goes a bit, you know, upside down, but it looks really good. Lots of traps. He uses water. There's a moment in a, tra- in a trailer where he's in a room surrounded by water and people are coming on, coming to- near him. He puts his hand on the water to feel the vibrations of their footsteps. Yep. Just from that, he knows where to shoot. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> crazy man.
1: Good trick. Crazy Good trick, Yeah. Good, great trick. There's a movie. It kind of. Uh, it, well, it's not like this, but it kind of. Uh, I remember this movie from the '90s with Rutger Hauer. Do you remember this actor, Rutger Hauer? Blind Howell? Fury.
0: Come on, man. Yes. Oh, <laughs> man.
1: Come oh, on, man. come oh, on. Gosh. Blind Fury. S- I love name? that movie.
0: With a sword, is not it? Brilliant with
1: the swords and everything. That is kind of. I always get that vibe when I see kind of like these blind like killers and stuff like that, man. But anyway, listen, yeah. Don't breathe. Two. Go check out the trailer. Uh, We think you're gonna like it. And if you haven't seen Don't Breathe, go check that out first on Netflix. The other one. Let's speak about this. So this is the Many Saints of Newark and Devour. Oh my gosh, when did we first speak about this?
0: We spoke about this a while ago. I think we we probably broke this story first. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, This, yeah, this is so, Sopranos, isn't what, it?
1: Go on, yeah, go on, lay this out. What, what is this? You know what? <laughs> you're going
0: you're gonna, to, probably will get thrown off this, po- this, this podcast, but I still haven't seen Sopranos. But okay, well, this is a
1: perfect time for you to kind of get into it mm-hmm. then, man. Seriously, before this, this movie comes and out.
0: Then watch Sopranos, because from what I understand, this actually stars the son of the main Sopranos actor. And uh, this is the the main Soprano's actor. This is uh, the, what's his name? Uh, Tommy Soprano or?
1: Yeah. So Tony Soprano uh, Soprano played by um, Gandolfini. Was it? Yeah. James. Yeah. James Gandolfini. Yeah. And then this is his actual real life son playing a younger version of Tom, uh, of um, Tony Soprano.
0: Yes. There you go. So it's showing his upbringing, uh, the people that were around him that made him who he was. Got an uncle. That's, that's quite influential in his life. That really yeah. helps him turn into a real gangster. We've got John Bern, Ber, Bernthal in it. Vera, Vera yeah, Fogs Amigos in it. Good star cast. Ray Liotta's in it. You've got, you got the gangsters, you know, casino and whatever. You know?
1: Yeah, <laughs> but, it's true. Good it's fellas. true, man.
0: It's, it's looking like a decent film. It's directed by Alan Taylor. Uh, Alan Taylor directed episodes of Game of Thrones, directed Thor The oh. Dark World, terminated Genesis among other films so very different but yeah really good cast exactly really good cast Leslie doing Jr in it as well
1: exactly the good thing about this is is uh, David Chase who's the creator of uh, you know the sopranos he's he's also behind this whole thing so it's not like as if they've just taken like you know those characters and you know done their own thing this is with his input which is what fans were really kind of like eager to know about, like, oh, is David Chase going to be behind this, or so he's definitely behind it? And um, I can't remember when is this when is this dropping, Deval?
0: This is dropping mad soon, man. This is coming out October, October twenty twenty one. So this is a matter of months. So yeah,
1: soon. exactly. Very very soon. All right. Final trailer that I want to speak about is this one. Now, John David Washington, this guy, man, he's going to be big. He's to, he's getting Ooh. bigger. So this is a a movie called Beckett, which is coming out. Um, I think it's coming out July the twenty third on Netflix, and it's uh, John David Washington. He's kind of like a normal guy. Uh, he plays a guy called Beckett. He's going on on a holiday to Greece with his uh, with his girlfriend, who's played by Elise Vakanda, and then somehow he gets caught up in some sort of kind of conspiracy, and he's being chased by the local police, by I think kind of like maybe the CIA. And it's this it's kind of like a, a mystery obviously, kind of like a who-done it, what's going on, this conspiracy thriller, like kind of goes back to those kind of, you know, eighties and nineties classic you know, conspiracy thrillers about, you know, who's watching you and like, you know, he's involved with something, but he doesn't know why he's being targeted. So there's some sort of kind of like mystery behind it. Maybe he has his memory, you know, erased or something. Maybe he is a spy and the whole plot twist is that he knows something and the locals want to kind of, you know, get in for that. But it's really interesting. I thought, you know what, this is actually quite good. I think he's going to be a really big star devout, And we kind of mentioned that on the show before, haven't we?
0: Yeah, Tenet, uh, Malcolm and Marie, uh, yeah. like those are big films. Obviously, Tenet didn't blow like it should have because, you know, everything was closed, Pandemic. but that was a big yeah. film. But yeah, you're right. He's looking like he could be, he's going to be uh, a big star. So that should be a good one.
1: Exactly. Go check it out. It's called Beckett. And yeah, let's do this. Let's do Anniversary Corner. Yep. Now, this one from 10 years ago, And Devault. I have not seen his movie, but I know, yeah. I do know that, uh, what's it, your man, um, what's his name? He won the Oscar for it.
0: No, no, no. This is no, no, that's the finest hour. Sorry, no. Oh, the shit. finest hour. Different kind of hours. You've got the fine ones, you've got the dark <laughs> ones. I know you like you like happy hour. You like happy hour, but this one's the darkest hour. This is a, a sci-fi film from twenty eleven. For twenty eleven uh, uh, anniversary <laughs> corner <laughs> I know you like happy hour, don't you?
1: Happy hour.
0: <laughs> but for <laughs> for twenty eleven uh, Anniversary Corner, I was split. I wanted to the, get a film that was linked to our main film, one of our main films. Darkest Hour, or I was going to go for The Thing, 2011, which is a a remake of the 1982 one. But I went for Darkest Hour because it's about an alien invasion of Earth. And uh, all these sort of, you know, young people, I'll say, all get together to try and, you know, fight these aliens against Earth, uh, fight these aliens for Earth. It happens in Russia, so somewhere different, even though a lot of these are Americans and other Europeans. Uh, Max Minghella, who we saw in uh Yes, Spiral. Yeah, Spiral it, yeah. Saw. He's been in other stuff as well, but most recently we've seen him in that. Uh, and this film, the aliens attack via sort of electricity. It's a weird, weird way of doing it, but they attack via power supplies and stuff like that. So it's a weird one. But, yeah, it's alien invasions, and it's kind of linked to our main film. Movie. So, yeah, The Darkest Hour. I saw it in the cinema like 10 years ago. It was fun. It wasn't great. It's like a five, yeah. four point nine on IMDb. So go watch it. Got nothing else to do.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and if you've already seen that, then obviously you've got time to watch the movie that we're actually going to be speaking about, which is called The Tomorrow War. Yep. And this is a Paramount. This is a Paramount movie. And um, interestingly, they they were going to kind of show this on cinemas, and obviously, but you know, pandemic and everything. So Amazon, they thought, all right, fine, we'll buy it. Probably paid a couple of hundred million dollars for it and Mm. um, released it on Amazon Prime just the other day on the 2nd of July, actually, which is a Friday. And you know what? It kind of reminds me of the whole kind of Independence Day vibe, that summer blockbuster thing. And this would have been a movie that I think loads of people would have gone out to watch in the cinema, like, you know, because it's got that vibe, that Independence vibe type of a thing to it. And when I, and I'm and i referencing Independence Day, but there is a whole load of other movies that this movie, when you watch this movie, you're going to kind of see through. But listen, here's a kind of general breakdown of it: is It stars Chris Pratt. He plays Dan Forrester. He's a ex-army guy, now a teacher. And, um, you know, he's struggling, living with his beautiful wife. He's got a beautiful kid. And, you know, he's trying to make it, uh, not ends meet, but he's trying to kind of, um, uh, I think the word that he used... He, there's there's a line in the movie at the beginning where he's he says that he wants to do something special, and um, and then they're playing they're play, they're watching a a football match or as they say in North America it's a soccer Brazil match and you. this is the World at,
0: Cup was it Scotland or Brazil against that's exactly, someone
1: exactly I couldn't work exactly out that's exactly what I said to someone.
0: Who are they playing? I understand Brazil it's, being there. Who's this other team?
1: Brazil, Scotland. I don't know. The, I don't know the top or anything like that. But there's this football match going on, and um, then all of a sudden there's like interference on the TV screen, and then all of a sudden the kind of, you know, you we're in the match. So us, the viewers, we're inside the match. We're following this football player, and then all of a sudden he's gonna score a goal, and then boom, you see these, you see these travelers basically. They land on the pitch, and they're like. Don't worry, we're you, but we're from the future. And um, the premise is that these people from the future have travelled to 2022. They need to recruit people to fight a war that's taking place in 2051 because Earth has been overrun or has been attacked by aliens. So that's kind of like the general gist of it. And um, Dan Forrester, Chris Pratt, he he reluctantly he joins up and he gets drafted and he gets sent into the future. So that's kind of like, you know, the you know, the bare bones version of the whole thing. And um Devout it's a long movie, man. Yeah, 2 hours. Yeah, I know. A bit longer than I think it should have been. Yeah. Over 2 hours. It was kind of like when when I like, you know, started to kind of watch the movie on on Friday and I was like, shit, this movie's like 2 hours and 20 minutes. And um yeah it's this baggage in the movie. Like I'm pretty, pretty sure they could have got rid of at least about 20, 25 minutes, even half an hour. I reckon they could have got rid of, yeah. um, <laughs> I've got some reservations about this movie, but listen, I've, I kind of went online and I read some reviews loads of people have shat on this movie big time. And my thing is, I um, it's watchable. Uh, you know what? All, all I'm gonna say is, it's watchable. The premise is 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 an original story, man. Uh, you know what? I I kind of like the idea.
0: Yeah, yeah. kind of reminds me of uh, I don't know, kind of Edge of Tomorrow had a bit of the thing yes. in it. Uh, it had uh, obviously a bit of Terminator vibes, you know, future and back back and forth and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, yeah, you're right the title is cool, the tomorrow war because if they're, they're fighting a war for tomorrow for today all that kind of stuff chris pratt gets my nerves a little bit <laughs> not just the way he runs i know he runs a bit mad we talked about it in in jurassic park falling Kingdom, yeah. he's running down there he runs funny i don't know i don't know what it is but he runs funny. not as convincing for me as an action hero these days anymore i don't know uh some of the cast like I know you got to have comedy. I mean, Chris Mackay is the director. He's done a lot of Lego, like Lego uh, movies and stuff, you know. And uh, the, the the comedic there's a brother in there who's there for comedy, obviously. And he's just the, the only the funny, funny, funny part that he, that he did was when he was on the stairs. The bit on the stairs where they first meet the alien and he's shooting. Yeah as he's going down the stairs and he's just going, shit, 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 shit. <laughs> just saying shit for every bullet that he shoots. And yeah, it's just yeah. mad. It's like, he should have it been dead ages ago anyway. Like certain people, I should, know, they should not survive. And it's just funny. It's entertaining. I mean, yeah, I mean, we sort of touched on the premise that uh, the, yeah, the soldiers come, uh, come to earth. I think maybe the reason why it's Scotland versus Brazil, uh, the director is Chris Mackay. Maybe he's got Scottish roots. I don't know. Possibly.
1: That would be great, uh, mate.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so it's all centers around Chris Pratt uh wanting to help the world fight for tomorrow. Uh and there's there's a couple of things that happen in it that are spoilery. I won't say what they are. But uh the premise is kind of tight as in thirty years in the future, you know, the end of the world is gonna end. So they need people from the past to help, you know, be the resource to help them o- overturn this 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 war and uh they didn't really go too much into the science of how the time travel works. No. Uh, Not too much. They kind of talked about some things that you might have questions of, of, like, for example, why don't you go back to before the war started or go back to a certain point where you got an advantage, but they couldn't do it. They explained why they couldn't do it and that was mostly what you got. And then they also, uh, there was also not, not a great depth of explanation as to who these aliens were, why they were there. But we do kind of find out a bit towards a certain point point, I'm not going to spoil it for you but it was entertaining it was entertaining but I think I'm getting a bit dry of Chris Pratt
1: <laughs> you know right what now. absolutely and so, so listen look, look for folks who don't know this is the guy you know he's behind Guardians of the like you know he's been in Guardians of the Galaxy and what we love about Guardians of the Galaxy is he's got a swagger you yeah. know he's got this kind of like you know um, you know he's, he's funny in those movies and you know they're, they're great and in Jurassic Park he's kind of got this coolness about it he was dry
0: yeah. He wasn't, I don't know if it was a script just, or him, but I don't know, man. Yeah.
1: I just, they, they didn't give him like kind of like room to be kind of like, I don't know, to, uh, you know, maybe what we want, want, want to see him as. But I mean, yeah, you know, he's, you know, look, he's established as an action hero. So he's in these kind of big Marvel movies and he's kind of in these, um, you know, Jurassic World movies and stuff like that. Big franchises. Uh, when you think about it This guy is behind Some of the biggest movies In the world Jurassic yeah. World And Marvel movies matter. Infinity
0: War All that kind of stuff
1: yeah. <laughs> Exactly So uh, it makes sense for, for, for Amazon Or Paramount Or whatever To kind of you know, Bring this guy in And everything But yeah There was just Some things in there Now let me just Quickly speak about this It stars J.K. Simmons As his dad yeah. The guy was jacked up, man. Did you see him?
0: (laughs) Remember a while ago, there was a picture of him really muscly. I wonder if it was for this or for something else, because he looks in good shape. But Obviously, we've just seen him in uh, Invincible as as another bad dad. In this, he's exactly. Well.
1: <laughs> I know. So he kind of provides kind of like, you know, a bit of a laugh and there's this, there's a cliche kind of relationship between, um you know, uh, Chris Pratt's character and uh, JK Simmons, like, you know, their father and son and there's kind of like a tension between them that goes back to childhood. And then, and I, you know, kind of by the end of the movie, it's going to be kind of reconciled and stuff. So, you know, there's, you know, cliches loads and there's this kind of a, a thing with him and his daughter as well. Uh, that happens in the movie, so there's that kind of thing that he has to deal with. But um, I'm kind of like with you know, yeah, it's 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 watch. It's a watchable movie, but don't be expecting some masterpiece, man. Like seriously, no, it's better. It is better than the movie that we reviewed a couple of weeks ago, which was the Mark o. Wahlberg movie. In my eyes, oh. anyway, which yeah. was Infinite, which is also from yeah. Paramount. Yeah, you know what? If you if you got the time. Uh, and if you've got the subscription or you haven't got the subscription, just just you steal someone's email address and just do it. Just go watch it. Uh, it's called The Tomorrow War. And, it, yeah, it's streaming right now on Amazon Prime. Uh, Daval, have we got time for another one? Yeah,
0: go ahead. Yeah, do, yeah. go ahead. I can. Speak All right. Let, it me, in.
1: let me just, let, literally, just a couple of minutes, I'll try and fit this one in. So this is uh, an Amazon, sorry, not an Amazon. This is a Netflix exclusive movie. This is Kevin Hart's new movie, which is called Fatherhood. And um, I totally wasn't expecting anything from this because, you know, sometimes, you know, when you get kind of, you know, these comedic actors and then they want to do something a bit dramatic and sometimes they fall a bit flat. And, um, you know, so I went at this movie not not expecting anything major. And I got to say, I was pleasantly surprised. Kevin Hart can do drama. Is it? Okay. He can do drama. And clearly a movie, a vehicle like this shows the kind of, you know, the, you know, the, the depths of his acting, you know, he's not just loud and kind of like, you know, some of the roles that we've kind of got, you know, come accustomed to watching from him. He can, if he wants to, and if there's a really great script written for him, he can do these roles. So basically um, Kevin Smith plays a father, madly, deeply in love. His wife um, has a, uh, an accident while giving birth and the, the wife dies and then fast forward to Kevin Hart dealing with the aftermath of that. So he's gotta bring up this child all by himself. And crucially, everyone around him, his mum, his mother-in-law, his friends, uh, who are really funny, they all say to him, You can't do this because, you know, you're you and you're like, you know, you're gonna fudge things up. Yeah. And he turns around and he says, You know what? I am gonna do it because I'm gonna be kind of like, you know, this, you know, you know, a great dad and everything. So fast forward, the kids grown up and it's a movie about obviously fatherhood is called fatherhood, the trials, the tribulations, and the kind of the issues that he goes with. Eventually he starts dating again. And that whole thing about, you know, you love someone so much, but that person died. How do you reconcile with that whole thing? And he's got a daughter who's, you know, obviously, you know, emotional and, you know, got these feelings as well. So it's kind of tender. It's funny, obviously, Kevin Hart. Um, yeah, man, it's all right. It's not bad. Mm. Like, you know, again, don't As be expecting yourself, like, you did know,
0: you like, I don't know, did it, did it connect to you? Did it connect to you in a certain way? Big perhaps? time.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. Big time. And I've kind of been going through this phase at the moment where I'm like looking at these movies and looking at kind of like art where, you know, it, you know, where, You know, where it speaks to me on kind of like different levels, like parenthood, like the good side, the bad side and like, you know, and everything in between. And this was a movie I specifically wanted to see to see how realistic it is. And you know what? Yeah, there's bits in the movie where it is very, very realistic, where he's like, I don't know how to deal with a crying baby. I don't know how to deal with a kid shitting every single time. And there's like kind of funny bits with, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it's good. It's a really welcome change from Kevin Hart. And yeah, man, I reckon for future fathers, go out there and watch it, man. It's like, you know, a bit of an eye-opener, uh, Deval. So um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Okay. Oh, nice one. Nice Yeah, one. go check it out. It's called Fatherhood and it's on Netflix. And Deval, I think that is it for today.
0: a lot. But yeah, guys, again, if you want to win that uh, cinema ticket or voucher, voucher code, all you've got to do is write us a review, post it on, uh, I think, Am- uh, Apple's, I'm going to say Apple, Amazon. <laughs> Post a review on Apple, uh, on pod, Apple Podcasts or just, or just on Apple Reviews. And uh, we'll send you across that Rakuten movie code as well as a View or Odeon cinema code. There you go.
1: Win it, win it. All right, Devout, this has been great, uh, amazing, and we'll do this again next week. We've got some more movies for you. So that's enough from me.
0: Yeah, peace out. And don't forget to follow us on... Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Just pop in the Flicksters podcast.